What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Where Did All My Friends Go? Podcast about life in the music industry. I'm your host, Patrick Tarnowski. With me always is my best pally wally, Matt Reed. And today we got Joey from freaking Oklahoma pop punk band Cliff Diver on the show. Joey, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. I'm super pumped to be here. Super, super jazzed. Big. We're really, really enjoying the new album. It's awesome. Hey, thank you. Uh, it is my favorite album we've put out so far. Well, uh, yeah, that's <laughs> that. That's that's the goal, right? To always... I mean, it's the only album we put out so far, but it's my favorite one. I think it's pretty <laughs> good. But I think that should also the goal. You know, you should always be super jazzed on your new stuff and be like, you know, we put out this new album and it's. It's all right. It's not as good as our last one, but right. I no. I I get too into my R and music where it's like on my Spotify repeat, like every year the most played because right when the song comes out, I I just I'll listen to it over and over <laughs> yeah, and yeah. over, try and pick out parts I wish I'd written differently and stuff like that. <laughs> you know the classic. I think that's like almost every musician though has their at least in their top on repeat and then you know and then you're super jazzed for your spotify wrapped and you want to check it out and half of it is just oh your band yeah my band awesome cool i wish there was a way you could like just like cancel that out a little bit it'll be like well just don't count my shit yeah it's always cliff diver and taylor swift on my rap and i'm like <laughs> whatever man i it's mean who i am at least you got some t-swizz on there it's true. I'm a, I'm a Swifty. Um, not as hardcore as some, but I, I'm a big fan. Big fan of, of of Taylor. I hope to become famous enough where she can write a song about saxophone emo one day. That's, I like you know. it. Uh, that's a that's a that's a very good goal. Maybe Taylor. you could you could get to the point with Taylor like uh, Owl City did, where you guys can write like songs to each other. There you go. I, that's too much pressure because she can be much more <laughs> eviscerative with her wordplay than I can. So if it goes south, like I don't want to be on the receiving end of a, a, you know, a mean or something like that, a dear John or you know, all too well. I can't be that guy. I don't want lore. You know, all those guys have lore. There is T Swift <laughs> lore. Like I host musical bingo. And we did a Taylor Swift night the other night, and this this girl was telling me lore about every ta- song. She's like, "Well, you know, this is about this guy Stephen James. He works for blah blah blah." And I'm like, "What? <laughs> How do you know all this stuff? Why do you know all this stuff?" You got you got to get into the deep into the uh, the Swifty dark web, right? The 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 wiki, the the Swifty or Swift Swifty. The There's no good way to say Swicky? that. Swiki Swiki's all right. Wikipedia. I don't. Wikipedia's not bad it does sound <laughs> slightly white nationalist though if oh. we're being honest oh yeah and for that reason i'm out i'm out yeah. well we'll switch swiftypedia <laughs> swiftypedia is pretty good yeah. we're gonna all right let's make millions all right we can we'll make start, our own lore we'll start it and we'll we'll make our own lore for each other but like i'll write yours you Deal. write matt's yeah, Matt, you're on me. Oh, so we'll oh. each write each other's. It'll be great. It'll be great. Be great. <laughs> we'll get really like deep into it. Very like Tolkien, almost. That's you, you speak my language. I have a uh, you know Lord of the Rings Pez dispensers over there on my wall. So that's that's the cool person I am. 
I love I have toys behind me, so we're good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're, we're like-minded individuals. I mean, <laughs> like you're you, you're like I have cases of toys. Like we're I got you. We're good. <laughs> we're we're of the generation where it's like yeah everything kind of sucks nothing is what we were told it would be so i'm gonna spend my money on the things that make the serotonin machine go yeah i mean bring me back to when i was a kid back back before that's back before pepperidge farm remembers it was the only time that things were happy (laughs) the 90s were wild yeah i i it would have been a lot easier to be in music probably in the 90s but you know it's the rest of it i, I like having a smartphone <laughs> yeah yeah yes, yes. It, it makes a lot of things easier <laughs> but you know but i i miss you know riding a bike to, to to your friend's house and seeing if their bike was outside right to know if they're home or not playing street hockey it's good mm-hmm. time good time bloody times you know all all the 12 year old testosterone kids kids these days don't even know what like bloody knuckles is come on bloody knuckles dude it was just in a <laughs> we we all got abused i think like all the way down the line and i'd be like i was talking to my son i was like so people don't just like pull you in the classrooms and like beat you up and he's like what are you talking about and i was like oh <laughs> we had different childhoods that's good that's good, good. that's good. what i want for you yeah you, you you and your friends don't play uh lumberjack or anything anymore yeah you can eat bananas in public that's cool man like it's a new world like yeah you, you couldn't do that when i was a kid yeah oh you like popsicles cool well don't you no. know not in that's... not in 1997 you better yeah. not not for us <laughs> Just triggering all the memories I had suppressed. (laughs) Matt's like, I thought I was okay to eat popsicles now. (laughs) I'm married. I could do what I want. I could do what I want now. I'm an adult. You're right. You're right. You're a man. You're 40. You can do what you want. We're adults. We're we're our own bosses. Well, someone needs to get fired then. Because, you know, this this is not being well-maintained over here. There's no business plan. You know? We're shutting down departments left and right. Their layoffs are imminent. <laughs> I'm sure. Should never have left us in charge. It was a terrible mistake. Whoever did it. <laughs> so, speaking of exercise, your demons, you released the album uh, last May featuring the singles, you know, New Vegas Bomb, Lost in Ikea. How's the response been for the album over the past year? It's... It's been pretty cool. I mean, to be able to do what we've got to do over the last year and, and coming up this summer, um, being a, a band from Oklahoma, you know, not that easy to get out of the state um, if you don't know people. It's, um, it's a tough one. So to be able to do these coast-to-coast tours on, on one album and have people buying it all over and, and telling us that it, it meant something to them has been incredible i mean it's 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 mind-blowing it's it's often really surreal we've been home for you know about five months now since we've we've been out on the road and and during that time you kind of forget that you've worked so hard on all this music and then you know the the album just turned turned a year old um last week week before and Mm -hmm. and people were sending me messages about you know what it meant to them and i you sometimes forget that um once you release something, it's not really yours anymore. Um, you know, and and to hear 
that something that was so personal for us um, as a band, all all kind of coming together and writing about our fears and our hopes and our our dreams and <clears throat> unbeknownst to me at the time that I needed to quit drinking. <laughs> um, but it's been really cool to see people take the journey with us because that's mm-hmm. kind of what the album is you know to, to us it's a story it's a story of grief and recovery and hope um even though you may not have it figured out but the idea of continuing despite the overwhelming odds of being stacked against you i think um is something that a lot of people need now more than ever because everything is so precarious everything is so you know, I, ev- everything feels so brittle, like it's all on the, the brink of falling apart again, of collapsing. And people need right. to be told that they'll be okay, even if they're not. I mean, like, it's the life of Pi at the end of the book. He says, sure, maybe that's not what happened, but what story would you rather believe? Because at the end of the day, that's what it comes down to. It's like, I'd rather believe that I'm going to be okay, even if right. nothing else is saying that. But like being able to go to Bo- like places like Boston and talk about hope and talking about sobriety and stuff like that and see these you know big tough dudes break down in emotions and be like no one's ever no one's ever said that to me before and just being like no one's ever told you like you're gonna be okay before and he's like no what do you mean and like no why why would they and you're like well you are like it's it and like like we spend a lot of time crying at the merch booth with with fans and i'm an emotional dude i cry on stage all the time they make fun of me i can't help it i i get overwhelmed with beautiful moments and so like people will be telling me about you know what these songs have meant to them telling me these deep super emotional intimate stories and i'm the one who's crying not them talking about like this super dark time i'm i'm the one who's like oh my god i'm so sorry anytime anyone's like i totally resonate with like some of these songs, I, I just feel bad for them. I'm like, oh no. If someone's like, oh, Water Temple. I don't Temple. want you to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're like, ah, oh, Water Temple. That's my song. I listen to it all the time. It, you know, it's how I think. And I'm like, you poor bastard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, just know that you're not alone. And so right. I, I think it's been, um, it's been really special. It's, it's cool being, um, not ha- having joined a band really since I was, till I was 30. Um, being able to kind of have this surprise second act that I've always wanted um, mm-hmm. has also been really neat. And to be able to do it with some of the funnest, most talented, hilarious people I know is is a privilege. So um, I, I think we're all kind of just we're humbled, we're grateful, and we're we're pumped to see where it takes us fast here. Hell yeah! I I, I think it's so important. Like, and, and I love that it is much more commonplace to be able to talk about you know mental health and struggling and stuff like that just because you know as you were saying like man i would i don't want you to feel that way you know like i don't want you to resonate with it but it's good to know that other people do because everybody can you know get depressed and everybody gets sad sure and you know it's important to know that you're not alone when when you feel like that you do feel alone so here and, and you know a lot of people didn't know how that felt until the pandemic hit like a lot of people neurotypical people didn't know what that kind of 
fear and anxiety and depression felt like. Right. Um, so, so those of us who've been struggling in the trenches for 20, 25 years, it's easy to get into a, a game of comparison of like, Oh, poor baby. Like, Oh, the first time anything didn't go your way. Like <laughs> you, you have to dig past that and find that empathy and realize that like to them, this is, this is the worst thing that's ever happened to them. Like you don't mm-hmm. get to tell them that this isn't traumatic because it is right. to them. Like, sure. It, in some cases, <laughs> not fully realized of course but like we all feel this feeling of something is wrong something is is not right in the heart of society and and that's a scary thing when you realize that and you realize that um things are so hard and and no one prepares you for that no one prepares you to be an adult. You're just 13, and then all of a sudden you're you got a mortgage, and you're like, ah, what? How do I pay <laughs> Wait a second. This? <laughs> Wait a second. Who's paying for this? Is it yeah. me? <laughs> That's me. Once again, I have questions about our finances. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I uh, speaking of like adult things, I have never been one to watch like the news or anything like that. But my wife watches the news every morning and I and I'm just like, God, it is so it's so depressing and scary. Like yeah. I I don't want to be an adult. Like I don't I, I don't want to see this shit. Well, it's like, what do you stay you can't stay focused on any of the terrible, horrible things that are going on because then in the next second, it's like breaking news. Here's something even worse. Oh, yeah. did you forget about this? Here's some, you know, fucked up dismantling of democracy in these states. Oh, well, that's too bad. Somebody else just got shot at a mall today. Oh, now trans kids are illegal in Oklahoma. Oh, shoot. Someone else got shot. And so it's like, when, when can you focus on anything? Like, it's all so heavy. Like, there has to, there's a level of innate disassociation throughout our entire populace of of just having to separate having to to not focus on the calamitous nature of existence and being like let's keep up with the kardashians sure <laughs> because that's easier than fucking feeling really what's going on it's it's easier for me to know every statistic about a sports team from a different city than i live in than it is to like really figure out what's going on like cuz it's it's heavy and it's hard mm-hmm. and we need people to tell us that it's going to be okay. I need people in my life to tell me it's going to be okay. You know, it's, it's a, it's a constant stream of the duality of ignoring it all and then fixing what you can. It's, it's a tough one. Absolutely. What song off uh, exercise your demons means to means the most to you and why? Um, so Probably the first song we wrote on the album was um, Death is a Wedding. Um, <clears throat> I was having this this dream, this nightmare, basically. It's haunting uh, kind of thing of somebody who had died and I'd been in love with and basically would show up and tell me that I would always be unloved and alone and... Um, the easier solution would be to just go be with her because at least I would be loved and I wouldn't be alone. Um, and so it's like right at the beginning of lockdown and I'm having this dream like every night. And so I text Matt, my guitarist, 
you know, who, who writes all the music pretty much for the band. He's a genius. Doesn't can't tell you the chords he plays, but he can shred and it, it doesn't make any sense. But I'm like, dude, I've been having this dream. I need you to write me something that's heavy. I need you to write me something heavy. And so we'd written, I wrote these two verses and we didn't have anything else. We wrote these two verses to that, that song. And, um, you know, I sent them to Brie before she was even in the band. We were just yeah. friends. Um, and I sent her those verses and she was like, oh, holy shit, this song's awesome. Like, it's going to be huge. I'm just glad to know you. <clears throat> and that was a fun full circle moment later when, you know, she wrote the kind of chorus. And I was like, well, this is your song now, too. Like, but um, I think that song began this unpacking of this grief and this trauma that I hadn't really dealt with, um, you know, from this loss that I'd avoided and, you know, tried to party away, try to drink away, try to search the cosmos through way too much acid and almost died in a time loop. I yeah. fake front teeth. It's a long story. It's the first second podcast visit, but, okay. <laughs> um, I, it, it it began the process of something that became transformative in my life of unpacking trauma. Not just this trauma, but a lot of different stuff in my life that, you know, led me to jokingly say in the studio, if I keep writing all these songs about having a drinking problem, I probably should quit drinking soon. And then a couple weeks later, uh, almost died. It's a, that's a, 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 reoccurring theme in this story too but uh and you know that led to me just quitting drinking and it's been two years next month and um the album got me to that point where i believed in something again where i had hope in the future that i could i could take control of this narrative and i could change it from something of despair and hopelessness to something of resilience and um you know being able to ride it with brian with matt and gill and the rest of the guys was was a really really cool time um that kind of felt like a, an emotional exorcism um it really was about that you know maybe things don't ever just get better but you get stronger mm -hmm. and so it seems lighter so it's, it may be the same pain, but it changes size. You know, that's the old saying, just it shifts. And so being able to go through that with, with this band, and it was like the first thing that we wrote all together um, with this, it was kind of the new lineup. And so that's probably my favorite uh, overall song. Um, or Ikea too. Um, Bree and I wrote that last chorus on the last day of the studio on like the last take. We didn't have the out an outro where he's <laughs> okay. like, I have these words. We don't not end this song. It's the end of the album. We need some to punch. And so we're sitting outside. We had headphone in each ear, you know, and then I just, I come up with the melody. We slam the words in there. We run inside we lay it down and the album's done. And that was just a really cool moment of like her, her and I, operate on a very similar wavelength creativity oh, yeah. creative creatively i was trying to say that creatively too so <laughs> <laughs> you did it uh, 
Yeah, thank you. Thank you. So, uh, you know, I, I like them all, though. I like all of them besides one, but I won't tell you which one because uh, you can't you can't tell your kids which one's your least favorite either. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> that's fair. That's I fair. can't admit it out loud. But one of one of them I hate. I hate one of them. Just hate it. <laughs> I think it's trash. That'll happen. That'll happen. It, it does. It does. It does. It does. It does happen. It does. Yeah. I mean, there are plenty of songs that I think I've I've written that uh, I, I I wish I didn't. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, can I have this back, please? I could change it. Give me two hours in the studio, and I'll completely change the song, and it'll be so much better. Just to give it back. <laughs> it's not that bad. It just kind of sucks, you know. It's all yeah, good. yeah, yeah. That's that's the feeling. It's just like, uh, yeah, it's terrible. But you know, what are you gonna do? Nah, fuck it. You know, we'll, <laughs> we'll do it live. We'll do it live. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? We'll do it live. Yeah. <laughs> so you brought up Bree. Um. So for anyone that doesn't know, it was in about I think it was 2020 that you added a second vocalist, Bree. Uh, to the Cliff Diver family. Can you tell us what drove that decision and how the band has grown from that? Yeah, for sure. Um, I think it was a couple different things. It was, she's one of the best singers I know. She plays in, in a different band in Tulsa, <laughs> here in Tulsa, Oklahoma, uh, called Nightingale, like a neo-Americana band. And, um, I just have always been a big fan of her voice and her stage presence. And I knew that she liked, um, it was like a secret that she secretly liked emo music. Cause she was like <laughs> playing all these really fancy parties. And like, it was all very kind of elegant singer songwritery vibes. And, and so I had her come sing on gas city. Cause I just wanted to have some of my friends come sing on, yeah. on this just silly song that Matt and I had, had written just to try and bring people's spirits up you know and just kind of tell people that things are going to get better mm -hmm. eventually and so Bree sings her part and you know it's incredible of course and I really felt like I loved being the, the only front person for a long time I loved it I loved having complete control over kind of the narrative and mm -hmm. how I wanted the the show to go and um but I realized that the band would be better and i liked the two lead singers i always have i've loved taking back sunday i love mayday parade mm -hmm. i love yeah. any kind of duality like that it just it makes me really happy um because you never know what's going to come next like blink 182 i loved that i grew up with two vocalists like that's mm -hmm. that's my thing um and so we just asked Bree to take a chance you know, and I, I told her, I said, you know, give me, give me a couple of years, give me two years, give me two years. And, and I promise you, we can be doing stuff. I promise you, I mm -hmm. see it. I see it. You just have to trust that I see it and, and it, and it's going to blow people's mind. Um, and she was like, yeah, whatever, let's do it. Um, and so I'm thankful that she did because um, yeah, it changed. It changed everything. It changed the way we do it changes the professionalism of the band, obviously the quality and the talent, um, just being able to have someone who is as vivacious and is um, just energetic as, as what she brings to the table and the live show. Um, not to mention being a God tier vocalist. She pushes yeah. me to be a better vocalist. I, my range is completely changed in the last two years since she joined the band. 
Um, I'm a way better singer, like way better singer now. And and that's because of Brie, because yeah. my choice was either get better or look like absolute dog shit every night. Like those <laughs> yeah. are your choices. <laughs> yeah. Either either you level up or you're gonna be found wanting. You, you know, level you will be up measured, or level out, you will be weighed, you know, and, and that'll be it. <laughs> yeah. So um but being able to write with her too, it, it it's it's great to be able to bring more perspective um to the message that we're trying to get out of of hope of resilience of of what it's like just to exist in this time period that seems so hostile mm -hmm. for no reason you know when it, it's it's been um it's been pretty cool to go through some of the things we've got to go through the last year like being at Riot Fest, standing side stage for Taking Back Sunday. Yeah. Her, I, her, me and her and our manager, Joe, and, you know, there's 40,000 kids singing You're So Last Summer. And I'm just like, how is this, like, like how is this my life? Like, this is what I, this is my, my favorite band. You know, uh, one of my favorite bands of all time, top three of all time. You would have told 17-year-old me that this would be a thing. Like, I remember us walking on stage and us being like, in what life, in what world, in what reality is this possible? Am I just walking up here? And, like, I turned to her and I said it then, I'll say it, you know, now. Like, we wouldn't be here without you. It's, it's just, it's true. It's true. She pushed us to be better because we knew if we couldn't make this work with the level of talent with her and and Gil, uh, our our second guitarist, who is a great songwriter uh, in his own band as as well, um, we realized we had the pieces. So now it's time just to get to work. Um, and Bree is um, a motivator and a create a creator and um, helps push an artistic vision and a and a vibe and all that kind of stuff. And it's much cooler than most of us. But don't <laughs> tell her I said that. I'll, we'll we'll make sure she doesn't listen to the podcast too. I'll just send her. I'll send her a message. Hey, don't don't fucking listen to this. Okay, or just she'll probably listen to part, part of it and then tell me she listened to the whole thing. That's how it works. <laughs> Bree, Bree, if you're still listening at this point, the secret word is banana. <laughs> I love it. I've never done that before, but that's my new podcast thing to see if see it, see if she gets through it. No, but we also do different things like with the band it's we have very different personalities and mm -hmm. um we bring different things to the live show too and, and like i love doing interviews i love having conversations i can talk I can. for for years about anything um and and she sometimes doesn't like to and and that's why i tell her i go yeah there's two of us so don't worry about it i got it like she's she's a mom she's you know i'm a dad not together but it's like you get so busy and it's so nice to have someone else to be able to take right some of that pressure off load Absolutely. yeah to, to help carry carry that vision and that that idea forward and you know we're just we're super excited oh yeah do you have any new music in the works that you're able to talk about when's this episode coming up uh july Oh, hell yeah. Well, then you will have heard our two new songs. That, uh, <laughs> the one that came out in May, the X-Ray Specs cover, uh, Oh, Bondage Up Yours. Um, we're really pumped on that one. We got to record it here in Tulsa. Um, 
famously featured uh, Stefan Egerton from The Descendants playing guitar solo there. Yeah. And yeah. Um, the X-Ray Specs were, you know, a seven piece punk band with, uh, uh, you know, mixed woman lead singer and a saxophone. So it's like Bree said, if there's ever a band that's going to be able to do it properly, it's us. And so we did. And it's, I think, a good reflection of what kind of a punk side of us um, more we're always worried that we're too soft. You know? <laughs> we got narwhals, we got papabadas, you know, at one point we say, my dogs keep me company because girls are the enemy. You know, we're not tough, <laughs> but we're, we're trying, we're trying to get tougher. Um, ever since we got that kind of place in the punk rock museum, we decided we needed to have a little bit more edge to us. So oh, yeah. we're, we're try trying to be tougher. And then the second song of course was uh, F A K E um which is a fake acronym um and so it's very we think that's very funny um it's about uh how do you grow when you're still stuck with basic um inability to take care of yourself and as you notice that you are aging noticing the gray in your hair noticing you know that you're in your mid-30s and it's like, I, I can't even take care of myself, but time is still ticking. And when is that point where I'm going to be able to do the basic things? And it's some of that existential dread. And um, it kind of leaves it up to the listener. Like, are we only wasting time? And, and time time will waste you out of your control. But on and on it goes. So it's either good or bad. It's how you, you view it. Um, so we're pumped on both those songs. Um we do have, we're writing our first, our second LP, obviously. We're talking about the first one. Yeah. Uh, soon to be the first in my heart um, record that <laughs> we're recording with someone uh, I'm insanely excited to work with that I don't think I can announce. Um, I'll tell you all when we go recording, though, because we're <laughs> friends now. Yes. Um, for sure. That's, Suck it, listener. Listen. Just Listen, kidding. that's how that's how it works. I'm all about the homies. Like that's that's all the music scene is. It's just a, a coalition of of people who are insane, like you are. <laughs> yeah, I, that's like it's been since we you know since I started doing unsigned pop punk. It's been so fun to see like the whole scene scene grow and and watching like bands that I had on my like our very first ever playlist and stuff and seeing where they are now two years later and just being like this is cool like I, I love to see like all of these friendships that we've all made in this great community yeah and and that's i think it, it is overall a really beautiful scene we have um mm -hmm. and I, I i think it's a it's a real pleasure to be a part of it i mean being able to see people once twice a year and getting those huge mega hugs like in different cities from your yeah. fam it's there's nothing like it seeing seeing your other your other friends who were you know when they roll through your city you know bleary eyed hopped up on coffee and you're like keep going dude you got it <laughs> you got this <laughs> only 20 days left on this run keep going oh, sorry only. there's only eight people here on a tuesday but what are you gonna do let's go let's give these eight people a show let's get them shirts come on <laughs> oh yeah they all need to leave with shirts that's the way absolutely so you're talking. So you're just actually talking about like shows and touring. Speaking of that, you've got some really rad shows coming up from the Sad Summerfest. Uh, some of the some of the dates on that. Uh, going going to play some shows with Michael Sarah Palin and Hot Mulligan. 
what are some of your favorite places to play in the United States? Well, we'll keep it uh, local to our continental. <laughs> well, we, we haven't, we're going to be playing outside the U S for the first time this summer in July, later this Ooh. month with Michael Sarah Palin and, um, and carpool. We're playing in Toronto and Montreal. All right. I'm super psyched. I'm super, we're taking the international baby Let's go. rock and roll. <laughs> and uh, I've never been to either city and I'm okay. super pumped to eat some poutine and stuff like that. But um, we've pretty much played most cities once at this point, not most cities, but a lot of cities, but my favorites probably, we always have fun in, in Austin um, mm-hmm. for the most part. Those shows usually go really hard. We played the Mohawk uh, down there, really nice small room that gets so disgustingly hot. Everyone's just drenched in sweat. Mm-hmm. It's it's awesome. I, I love that. We played this um, also with Michael Sarah Palin last year. We played this house venue in Atlanta called Bond House. Okay. It was like a hundred cap house, one story house. There were kids crowd surfing in a one story room. <laughs> and yeah. it, it was just the most <laughs> wild, like in your face, old school house show. Um, and that scene was so alive and so vibrant. It was so cool to see um, that kind of thing. And also, um, we love Florida and everywhere, dude. It's it's a privilege <laughs> for me, for someone who never really got to travel much. Yeah, because I was always like really irresponsible. <laughs> Still am, but was too. You know. Yeah, sure. Uh, and the old Mitch Hedberg right there, but um, <laughs> an elevator, an drugs. escalator was it? An escalator <laughs> could never actually be out of order it can only sorry for the temporarily stairs sorry for the convenience yeah <laughs> the best of all time oh. um but now i'm now i'm too into my met- i forgot what i was saying i was too mitch hedberg now he's my favorite so i was like I, yeah I, you know you know the quotes um i, I love mitch hedberg <laughs> love him oh everywhere we get to play it, it's it's really cool because even getting to see back roads in Godforsaken Texas or you know Kansas or you know driving through Idaho, it's it's really cool just to be able to go on adventures. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I'm 30, 35 and still getting to just be an adventurer, a navigator. Like that's usually what I do in the van. I'm I got the maps up and I'm getting us to where we're supposed to be going. It's the dad in me, the eldest in the yeah. van too. I'm like, listen. <laughs> I'm at the gas station going, dude, we seriously have two minutes. Get out of line for Starbucks. Get out of line for Starbucks. We do not have time. We're three hours away. Put it back. Put it back. No, just get it. No, get out of here. Yeah. Did you pee? Someone yet? has Did to do you it. pee? We need to go. Dude, how are you just coming in here right now? You don't have time. You missed your shot. Yeah. yeah. But You're peeing but in a bottle now. Like, Sorry. Yeah. It's great. It's great. Like, I got to see so many things. I'd never been to Manhattan before last year i'd never been to san francisco being able to stand on each coast because of the music we're we're playing was amazing it was so cool it was so cool to be in the pacific and the atlantic and 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 know that the music you know some some songs that we wrote brought us here and and for july we're doing like nine thousand miles something like that from oklahoma to florida to Canada to Texas and to California and back, but I can't wait. 
I, I oh, absolutely yeah. can't wait. I mean, <clears throat> if you would have told me three years we ago we'd be playing shows with Hot Mulligan, Michael Sarah Palin, Mom Jeans, Taking Back Sunday, Paris, like all summer, you get to play shows with Andrew McMahon and, and fucking Motion City Soundtrack. Like, no way. No <laughs> way. So it, it's all still such an adventure. So really anywhere we get to play that somebody gives a shit about our music is my favorite room. Yeah. Might be cheesy, but that's just how it is. Fight I me. like it. I support it. <laughs> we got one more question before we go to a quick break. If you could give our listeners a piece of advice that you know now that you wish you knew when you were first starting out, what would it be? Don't be so hard on yourself. Like, you are trying something new. You don't know what you're doing. Nobody knows what they're doing. That's the secret. Nobody knows what they're doing. Everybody feels like they don't belong. If anybody tells you otherwise, they're lying to you. Like, we got to go on tour with some big bands last year, and I remember talking to Jarrett from Bowling for Soup backstage, and I'm like, does it ever go away? And he's like, no, 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 it never does. Like, you know, the man's Grammy-nominated, and he mm -hmm. still feels like a fake every night. <laughs> and And so embrace that embrace right. the fact that no one knows what they're doing and and you just do it just do it if you want to do it just do it write the songs they might suck at first but who cares i used to get so mad i wasted so much time being pissed at myself when i'd watch old videos when we first started out and i was a drunk mess on stage you know 40 pounds overweight yelling and throwing myself all over the place just a, a mess but I look at it now and go, man, but he's trying. He was yeah. trying something different. And he had no idea what he was doing. He was scared. He's going but for it. You, you you just go for it. And and hell, if you go for it with authenticity, true vulnerability in your song crafting, then I think people can just sense that. So put yourself out there for real. Don't just try and write something slick and write it over and over and over you got to get the bad verses out before the good ones come sometimes we'll write a verse 40 times mm -hmm. we wrote a chorus the chorus to that new song four times in the studio after we'd already written it about nine times <laughs> we're still i'm in the booth and we're changing words in between like they're in the other room going uh try sphere here try sphere at the end of that and so we're like <laughs> like it never stops so don't be so hard on yourself like just just do what makes you happy and if writing music making music makes you happy then do it don't let anybody hold you back especially yourself that's stupid don't be dumb don't do that you're better than that just do it <laughs> just do it do it just do it nike just uplifting. do it copyright cliff diver <laughs> just do it it's yours it's yours now 2000 2023 when's that going the public domain is it good are we good are we good <laughs> i think that's a isn't public domain like a hundred years i think we got i think Nikki, nike's got it for a while <laughs> and yeah, shia buff has got his whole video of yelling what? at people. shia LaBeouf has just has this whole video too of just yelling at people to do it oh yeah just do it yeah, yeah. and then the emperor from star wars going do it do, do it. it just yeah. do it yeah so there you go. That's totally. my advice. I love it. Great advice. Thanks. Now you just got me thinking. I was just started thinking of, you know. <laughs> There's the Ben public, Stiller one where he's like, Do it. Do it. Do it.
No, it, it also like what S- Sly Stallone has one of those too. He's like, just do it already. Yeah, Something. just do it. Just do oh, it. Oh, Schwarzenegger too in Predator. He's like, do it. Yeah. Do it. Come on. Come on. Do kill it. me. Kill do me. It, Come on. <laughs> Cover the mud so he cannot see me. Cliff Diver Joey's going into that echelon of people of just there. do it now. There we go. I love it. <laughs> the Mount Rushmore of do it. The Mount Rushmore of just do it. Hey, let's do it. (laughs) There we go. (laughs) And with that, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with our next segment. What's up, friends? We're super stoked to tell you that we just partnered with G Fuel. And let me tell you, there is no more pop-punk beverage on the market right now than G Fuel. G Fuel keeps you energized, focused, and hydrated. If you go to gfuel.com right now and use code unsigned pop punk you're gonna save 20 percent off your entire order you can get it in the tub form and have 40 freaking servings of flavors like rick and morty's unstable portal fluid which is a delicious strawberry limeade or get something in the can form like sonic's peach rings or crash bandicoot's wumpa fruit go to gfuel.com and check it out for yourself let us know what your favorite flavor is and once again don't forget to use our code unsigned pop punk to save 20%. It's a heck of a deal, man. Do you love music videos and miss when MTV, VH1, and Fuse all actually played music videos? Then join me, Giddy, as I host a super awesome music video show on Twitch every Thursday at 7pm Central Standard Time on the Unsigned Pop Punk Twitch channel. We play the best videos from up-and-coming pop-punk emo alternative music in the scene, so join us every Thursday and find your new favorite band. And we're back. Now it's time for the the always favorite food for thought segment. You know, we're done talking about music. It's time for the hard, those the real hard hitting questions. Everybody wants to know about food. Absolutely. So, first question. You've been on the road for weeks and you're starting to feel like you're missing home. What food are you having to remind you of home? Um Huh. Yeah. It's a good question. <laughs> There's not really any staples in Oklahoma that you can't get anywhere else. You know, so I eat the same Taco Bell and <laughs> Whataburger and when we're in the South. And well, I try not to, but I, I'd say, you know, s- sushi <laughs> reminds me of home. Okay. I only ever eat sushi at home. So. It's like the classier, like when I have a disposable income, when I have sure. a couple extra bucks, I'm not buying it at a gas station. But it's like the splurge meal when you're like, I want to feel fancy. I want to feel like I'm having something nice. Reminds me of home. Even though Oklahoma is not like an international sushi, sushi hotspot. I mean, when, when I think sushi, I think Tulsa, Oklahoma is the. Yeah. No, listen. Reesers, they're, they're a. Uh, like grocery store, they have really good five dollar sushi. Nice on Wednesdays. I might get some after this. <laughs> there you go. Low key. Yeah. Um, yeah, probably that. Probably that. But also, like, I don't really get homesick. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to keep going. I don't ever want to 
like I, I would like I like time alone from the other seven people in my band. Sure. But I I'm like I want to try all the different foods. I want to eat every food from every city. I want to get right. all the Phillies in Philadelphia. Like I've had three of them. I'm trying to try them all and see which one's the best. Nice. That's that's the goal. I want to have all the spots. I want to be like, you're in Maryland? Okay, you go here, get this crab cake, thank me. That's my love language. So I, I, I like these questions. This this is where the action is. I yeah, I, I, I'm all about that too. Like I want to go to the hot spots when I'm when yeah. I'm gone. Like if if all that's around is like Taco Bell and McDonald's, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'll fuck with Taco Bell just about any damn day, but sure. that's that's not the goal. You can get those two dollar grilled chicken burritos now. Really, not that bad for you at all, comparatively. Real love sugar, but yes, I, I agree. I oh, <laughs> and the question, the answer so far in Philadelphia is Ishka Bibbles two as the Ishka best Philly. Okay, okay. It's across okay. the street from Jim's, but I think it I've is only much had better. Jim's. Jim's was fine. Jim's yeah. was fine. It was a good. It was a good sandwich. But man, Ishka Bibbles brought that heat. That heat. It was real good. Nice. So, kind of going off of that, then, since your favorite food is kind of wherever you're at, do you have any memorable tour food stories that you're like, man, every time I think of, you know, Rhode Island, I think of this place. <sighs> Without pissing off the city <laughs> of St. Louis, let me preference this by saying I love St. Louis. And yeah. I will eat this pizza next time I'm there with you in solidarity. <laughs> but the first time we were playing at the Chuck Berry's Duck Room or whatever in, in St. Louis, nice little rock and roll club. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, we got pizza for you guys in the green room. And it's this pizza called Emo's Pizza. I am. Oh, okay. yeah. mm -hmm. And they're like, Emo's Pizza for the Emo Show. And we're like, hell yeah. And it was the worst. <laughs> and Velveeta cheese on the pizza. Like, it was oof. It, it was better cold than it was hot. And that's all you need to know about that. But they Is were it? all like, this is the best pizza you've ever had. Like, it's yeah. legendary. Yeah, I was like, like, Emo's is a is a staple. Yeah, it's like yeah. the thing. Yeah, and it's just it shouldn't be. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it was just maybe it was just an off day. You know, uh, that's what I'm saying. I'm willing to give it another shot when we're there next month with free throw and hot mulligan. I'm willing to eat Emo's pizza with you, St. Louis Louisians. St. Louisians, that's that's got to be it. I like it. That's what it is. We're good. I, I, I'm trying to think, but I can't think of anything else you would go with. Like that, right? That's what rolls off the tongue. That's that's it. We don't even need to know. That's it. It's fine. Yep. That's Saint it. Louisians. Like Louisians. <laughs> um, and probably, but there's this place in uh in Gainesville we like to go when we're whenever we're at fest called Grubs. Really okay. nice. They have really nice salads. Oh. I just remember like, we all freaked out about. We all had these giant salads. We're all like, dude, bro, bro, try my salad. Yeah, we got some greens, man. Right. Or anytime we get to meet up with our booking agent and he can and he buys us a meal on the agency, 
Those are my favorite meals. Anywhere that's at. <laughs> I, dude, we ate at this restaurant in Austin. When I saw that bill, I cried. Like, it was stupid. But I had the best redfish. It was just redfish. And it was the best fish I've ever had in my life. And the price was insane. But it was the best fish. And so, Austin, redfish. Don't know the name of the restaurant? Doesn't matter. That's that's the spot. That That spot. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> so you have this is our last food for thought question you have the opportunity to create the cliff diver menu at your favorite fast food restaurant which spot are you picking and what goes into the meal oh It's the hard-hitting journalism here. Yeah, these are the That's questions really, the people really want to know. Really Joe. getting into the the deepest parts <laughs> of my psyche here. I'm trying. I'm trying to just dig at your soul right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's working. Um, I would say <laughs> we would be one of those big ass box of tacos from Taco Bell. <laughs> okay. That's what we'd be. Because there's so many of us, and you can get all different kinds of tacos. You can get Doritos Locos tacos. You can get soft tacos. You can mix it up in that party pack. And there's like 20 of them. And according to the commercials, if you show up with them to a party, people are just going to be like, hell yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. Which is the case. Like, if yeah. I've ever at a party and someone's like, yo, I brought Taco Bell for everyone, you'd be like, yes. You're the coolest. You can call it the dive box. Yeah, the the diver diver dinner, you know what I mean? And it, mm, it'd have a little dinner. bit of everything. So yeah. it'd really be a sampler. So you'd have like 10 tacos. Then you'd have the grilled cheese burrito. Okay, sure, sure. And then you, you'd have the, uh, the Chalupa Crunch, for, you know, the one – or the Gordito's Crunch. Yeah. Cheesy no, Gordito's Crunch. Che yeah. che cheesy Gordito Crunch. So this is kind of – so kind of, it's a box – so it's almost kind of like uh, like Olive Garden's tour of Italy. Yeah, yeah, it's like a briefcase of Taco Bell. Okay, <laughs> it's like and an it, attaché, and it comes in know. a in a in a cardboard looking briefcase. Yeah, huge, huge, just too much. There's a crunch wrap, a breakfast crunch wrap in there, and <laughs> just the biggest Baja blast you've ever seen in your life. So you can get Baja blasted. Nice. Yeah, that's that's the the diver dinner. I love, I love it. it. I, I want the diver dinner. That sounds. I will. I will destroy a diver dinner. I want it right now. I had, I got <laughs> Papa John's for dinner, and it was disappointing. I had. <laughs> I had. Um, me and my wife made macaroni and cheese and hot dogs, like cut into it. Like we went Ooh. youthful. That's today. classic. Yeah, it was great. We didn't even make it for the kids. This was for us. Sometimes you got to do something nice for yourself, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Treat yourself. Yeah, treat yourself, you know? Two boxes went Ooh. went all in. Oh, man. Went all in. This is I the mean, way. I didn't need it all, but <laughs> but now I got leftovers. Well, send me some. All right. You got it. It's coming in the mail. Put, Get ready for it. Put it in it. the mail. <laughs> it's in the It'll mail. It'll be good. <laughs> I'll throw it in one of our little merch bags, you know? Like, right, right. Perfect. <laughs> it's perfect. so squishy. Spring at band practice. What are you eating? Hey, Don't worry about it. It's, like, some... it's, <laughs> it's, uh, 
It's like that episode of It's Always Sunny where he's That's what I'm saying. What's your spaghetti policy? Yeah, what's your spaghetti policy? (laughs) No, I was uh, just wondering what your spaghetti policy was. (laughs) Got got spaghetti in a bag. Oh, Well, watching that one tonight. Okay. Um, I pretty much watch at least an episode of It's Always Sunny almost every day at this point. Do you do you watch the pod their podcast? Oh, it's great. I haven't so caught good. up on the last couple episodes, but I love it. It's it's made me really reappreciate the earlier stuff, but then also like it's got me really excited for the new season. It really oh, sounds like by doing this podcast they've reconnected with some of the earlier madness mm-hmm. of the show and so I'm I'm pumped to see where they go now that they got Martin Rizal back in the writers room. Yeah, it is. I think that show is one of my favorite shows of all time. Yeah, it's, it's on. Just... It's on my Rushmore with like Arrested Development and Seinfeld and mm. and probably Psych. Psych. Okay. I, I, mean, I I never checked out Psych. Very 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 funny. Nice. It if you just have to. That's one of those ones you just go with it. And if you just go with it, it's it'll make you laugh really hard and make you feel good inside. Nice. I so did get, I would highly recommend. I did get really into Lost when that was out. I yeah. Got a, I got a Lost tattoo. <laughs> got the Dharma Initiative logo, you know. J.J. Abrams still doesn't know to end that show. You, just, it's been 15 years, and he still hasn't <laughs> figured it out. Eh. It, so it, what was the smoke monster, J.J.? He's like, it was your... Your dream, your dream, your dreams, your wishes. Char- <laughs> it was the character psyche. They've been dead in karma, uh, purgatory. Uh, shit. I don't know. It's look. But, I did Star. Look at Star Trek. I did Star Trek. Look at all the lens frames. It's fine. It's the thing. It's the show Lost is like music, man. You just interpret it how you're gonna fucking interpret it. The first four seasons <laughs> are are pretty flawless television. It's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the the not Penny's boat, one of the most pivotal oh. moments of television I've ever seen. Yeah, just mm-hmm. ripped my soul out. Yep. Oh, all right. I don't need to cry right now. Uh <laughs> we're <laughs> we're moving on to the rapid fire questions segment. Friendships will be tested. Rapid fire questions. This you're just gonna speak from the heart, like you've already been doing. You're gonna shoot from Let's the hip. All right, Mountain Dew or Mellow Yellow? Mountain Dew. Horror or comedy movies? Horror comedy. Nah, you know, there you go. Do you still listen to the radio? Yes, all the time. Really? Okay. Okay. Oh yeah. I get bored of the same 35 songs on Spotify that it gives me in different order. Sure. Every other day. So, so uh, you, usually you, the classical station. So you so you so you sub that with the same 35 songs from the radio? No, I li- <laughs> that's why I listen to classical station. <laughs> and they have like 400 years to pull from. So usually it's a little bit more dynamic. <laughs> <laughs> See, the only reason I the only reason I say that though is cuz I actually my my car broke down, so I was right driving my wife's car, and she only had like 
she didn't have Bluetooth and stuff. You know, it was very archaic, right? Uh, and so I was just listening to the radio, and I swear for like that whole week, I I only listened to the classic rock station or whatever our old oldies station. But I swear to God, I just listened to the same songs over yeah. and over. It was like once you heard it for the one day, that's how every day was going to be. Yeah, and there's like. 40 years of classic rock that they're pulling from and somehow it's still the same 15 classic <laughs> yeah. rock songs. There's about there's a diff- it's about 50, you know. You're going to swap yeah. out about 50 songs. Uh next up is Freebird, then Free Ride, then Slow Ride, followed by <laughs> The Boys Are Back in Town and Smoking in the Boys Room. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then we start oh, and over. we're going to th- we're going to throw you for a loop. Here's Michael Jackson's Thriller. Or the other day, it was like, uh, who was it? It was someone, it was like Pearl Jam or, or somebody was on a classic rock station. I was like, oh, no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Oh, it's not classic rock. Yep. It is now, oh, man. It's 20 years old. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, oh, and then Smells Like Teen Spirit was on. Tulsa's uh-huh. classic rock. And I was like, screw you, dude. And then I realized it was like 30 years ago. I know. I'm like, oh, Neat. Uh. Okay. Neat. Yeah, awesome. Old school. Uh Cartoon Network or Nickelodeon? Uh Cartoon Nineties uh, Nickelodeon. Now Cartoon Network. I would never I don't even know what's on Nickelodeon anymore. It'd be weird for me to watch it now. Yeah, I mean I only watch like classic Nickelodeon. It's all on Paramount. It's great. Been watching a yeah, lot. Yeah, of like Angry lately. Beavers, mm-hmm. big fan, all that yeah. all that era of madness. Mm. I've been, uh, I'm looking looking for some uh, Legends of the Hidden Temple. Uh, haven't watched any of it yet. Though. I heard they were bringing that back. I think they did, and it got canceled. Like I think it was mm-hmm. something that they brought back a while ago, and it didn't 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 stick. I need to get a blue Barracuda shirt. The gray monkeys. I, they gotta not be that expensive. I I can't imagine they would be too too tough. I'm sure like T Public or something has them. I have no doubt. That's a good point. That's a good idea. I'm going to go there later, actually. There you go. <laughs> Thin crust or regular crust pizza? Stuffed crust. Oh, nice. that's the right answer. Lindsay Lohan or Tara Reid? Lindsay Lohan. Easy. Easy. All day. All day. <laughs> I love you, Lindsay. Newfound Glory or MXPX? Newfound Glory. All right. This is the last one. It's going to pull from your uh, your jingles knowledge. Can you sing for us the O'Reilly Auto Parts jingle? Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Wow. Beautiful. Wonderful. You did my it. Son, my son will randomly sing that. I don't mic. Stop. <laughs> they got you and you don't even know it. <laughs> or he'll be doing like the Burger King song that double double or triple double or yep. whatever. Yeah, yeah. And he's just like, let's go to Burger King, Dad. I'm like, God, they have you. It's too late. We we're just talking about this. I think it was on yesterday's podcast what? that we interview we did that Burger King is the only like fast food restaurant that there there's like no quality control. Like yeah. every Burger King is different, and they're usually all bad. 
I it's, like it's, Burger King, it, though. It, yeah. it is a rarity, I think, often to get like really good Burger King anymore. Right. It used but, to not be the way. Right. I mean, I love a good BK stacker. It takes me back to college. They had they put a Burger King in at University of Arkansas in our food court. And every day I would take my Razor Bucks and I would buy three triple stackers because the stacker sauce was so good. Yeah. And I would just jam them down my gullet and I was thin and jacked. And then it all caught up. All the stackers mm-hmm. caught up sophomore year. Yeah, because then you upgraded to the triple whopper. And... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Then I like didn't leave my dorm for a month and a half when I watched all of <laughs> Sopranos and only ate pizza. I'd be walking around campus, be like, "Yo, hey, hey, what's going on here, you guys?" And, they, and they're like, "What are you talking?" <laughs> but I was a theater major, so most of the time they were just like, "Whatever, Joey, whatever, man." Are you just getting? I'd be like, oh, it's a, a play. It's a it's a play. Don't worry." Just yeah, getting, you're just getting ready fine. for a role. We're doing death of a salesman. It's it's it could have been that's on the waterfront. Never mind. Yeah, it could have been a contender. It could have been somebody. I don't know anything from Death of a Salesman. I don't know. Just either. that it's sad. Isn't the whole thing that he kills himself? Isn't that like so. the whole the whole thing is like life is meaningless? So he's like that's <laughs> like, the American dream. American Huzzah! dream right there. Huzzah! <laughs> <laughs> That's that's cliff diver, except at the end we go, but don't. But don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. Don't I get don't, it, but you better not. Don't you don't you do it. Or else I'm not so that you bottom. can't. I'm not. So you, if you want me to, I'll do it, but you you better not. Don't don't you do it. I like it. Yep. Somebody's gotta be that way, you know. You know, I think uh it's our our job as um musicians in a society that's been failed by all its institutions to tell people that things can get better to hope for a world where things aren't as bad and even if it is fanciful um it's an age old tradition of storytelling to keep people's hope alive you know and i think that's that's an important thing that we do and it's a it's a task that I know all of us in Cliff Diver take really seriously. We we love our fans. We love our people. Um, and we really want to be that music you can turn on and fight off those bad thoughts with me screaming about being sad or Bree singing really pretty, you know? So <laughs> it's, uh, it's a great thing. Hell yeah. Well, Joey, you did it. Finished the podcast. Thanks so much for hanging out with us. Now's your chance. You can let everybody know what you got going on, where they can find you. What's next? Absolutely. If you want to go to cliffdiverok.com, you can find all our upcoming shows. We're probably in your area or will be soon. You can find our merch, our music, a link to our music videos. We're Cliff Diver OK on all of our socials. On Twitter and Instagram are the main ones. Nobody really uses Facebook, you know. We, we do to talk to other musicians and that's about it <laughs> but um we we're trying to play as many shows as we can and um we're probably on the road right now and we'd love to see you so come by and tell them tell us you heard this episode and we'll give you a free sticker at the merch table hell yeah, yeah I love done that. too easy and um we love you we love all y'all and we love you guys on the show we love what y'all do and we're really just 
feel very grateful to be a part of this scene and this family and culture and being able to leave a little bit of an impact and try and leave it a little bit better than we found it. That's the name of the game. So we appreciate what y'all are doing. We appreciate the hell out of you. So thank you. Uh, Thanks so much again, Joey, for hanging out, Matt and I. Now we're going to hop into the unsigned pop punk news. And so here's that jingle. And it's time for unsigned pop punk news. If you've been here, if you've ever been here, this is just cool. This is cool. This is a cool part. You know, we just talk about things we got going on. Uh, It was really stoked, like super stoked to get to chat with Joey from Cliff Diver today. It was awesome. What Um, a rad dude. Super fucking rad dude. Super rad. Uh, What was your favorite part of tonight's show? What are your thoughts on this week's topics? You got any got any cliff diver stories let let us know what 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 you got what you got uh we want to hear from you join our discord let's chat about it click the link in the the description the bio wherever click the link wherever it it is it's there send the pigeon (laughs) singles up they'll tell you where to go just go to the bio the The pigeon the pigeon signals the pigeon signals <laughs> i don't know man it's been, it's been a long day matt why don't you tell them about our gender equality shirts <laughs> you know a pigeon told me that you should also <laughs> that's a terrible transition well, we're, we're doing it live though we're doing it live but i've told you every week now and you need to listen to me because you are not rad enough without a gender equality shirt And our gender equality shirt is the best gender equality shirt. It says (laughs) gender equality is dope as fuck. And Uh it's got the fucking Scully emoji in there. Logo emoji, whatever it is. Logo. But the best part about that shirt is that 15%, that's one five for those of you who like individual numbers, 15% of every sale of that shirt goes to support the Trevor Project. And if you've never heard of the Trevor Project, you really should look them up. Um, their goal and their mission is to end suicide among LGBTQ youth um, and kids. So help us in supporting an amazing cause and support saving young LGBTQ lives. Absolutely. I mean, we can't, we can't, we can't do this without y'all and your support. Mm-hmm. So help us support them. Um, nothing too much. Well, I mean, what's this July? I'm assuming we're yeah, pretty would... far in this week. The, the punk rock flea market at this point. <laughs> I hope we, I, I hope, I hope, I hope we know. so since it's August 19th, <laughs> I hope um, so. but at the time of this recording, we're, you know, we are still uh, just finalizing everything, but uh, you know, if, if it's July, I would hope that you'll have already started seeing posts about it. So Look for it. Talk if you like stuff, come hang out. Uh, yeah. So many cool festivals this year. Uh, I don't think we're probably going to be making it out to any of them, but make sure that you go out and support all the bands um, at any of the any of the fests going on near you, whether it's Riot Fest, Furnace Fest, um, Four Chord Festival, or even some of like it, a smaller one like our punk rock flea market or any of the local ones going on in your area make sure you're hitting up those local shows and, and going out and showing your support uh because that's what it's all about 
Go make friends. Support go your scene. Out. Go support your scene. Um, Twitch news. You know, Twitch. We do Twitch, baby. Every Tuesday, we got New Music Friday on Tuesday. So you can have a, a, a fantastic listen party with us um, as we listen to all of the new music that came out the week before. So all the stuff that came out Friday or, you know, earlier on in the week, we're going to listen to it on Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Central Standard Time. Then Wednesday, you got the top 10 video countdown. Go vote for your favorite music video. Um, you can go to unsignedpoppunk.com to do that. And that show is every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Central Standard Time. And then we've got every Thursday the super awesome music video show live at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Get to see some of the best up-and-coming best music videos from the some of the best up-and-coming bands in the scene today and you can do that on our twitch channel at twitch.tv slash unsigned pop punk and y'all that's the way the news goes thank uh thanks everybody for everything that everybody does but thank you to joey from cliff diver for hanging out with us today it was so freaking awesome it was really great to meet him I want to be friends in real life. Let's be friends. This is great. He's got beautiful hair. Matt, thank you for being my friend. Thank you. Thank you for uh, everything you do for me uh, and Unsigned Pop Punk. Thank you, Gibby, for being the hostess with the mostest and all the other rad shit that you do. Thank you so much to Lawrence for making all of our art and making Unsigned Pop Punk look as cool as it possibly ever could. Uh, and thank you to the listeners for supporting everything we do and listening to this podcast and going out to shows and watching the show, watching our Twitch shows and helping us grow. Cause without you, we ain't nothing. So thank you all so much. Love you. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for checking out the show. Please hit that like, subscribe, or follow button so you never miss an episode. And thank you so much to those of you who already are. Check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, or anywhere else you stream your podcasts. If you're in the position to help us grow and like behind-the-scenes access and exclusive shows, head on over to our Patreon at www.patreon.com slash unsigned pop punk. Let us know in the comments who you'd like to see on the show and what other content you'd like to see. Thank you all so much.